My name is Elizabeth Lewis, and I'm the owner and CEO of Detroit Mom. As a teen mom, I know firsthand the feeling of isolation and the fears that come at different stages of motherhood. I spent half the time wondering where to find community and the other half dreaming of a way to create that community for myself and the women around me. No mother should experience change and challenges alone. I created this community and podcast to make sure women in my community are never alone. Welcome to the Unfiltered Mom Podcast. The intention of this podcast is to make sure you have a voice and your story is being heard. Hey friends, this episode was recorded before the COVID crisis and the opinions expressed do not represent the current climate of the country. Make sure you stay tuned for more current episodes. Welcome to the Unfiltered Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Lewis, owner of Detroit Mom. And today we're talking about fostering community and feeling like the outsider. So obviously we have people that are very much part of the community. And then there's those people that no matter how much community they have in front of them, they still feel like the outsider. So we're kind of going to go over that. I know a lot of people have different views on being part of the community, how to immerse yourself into the community. And then when you do feel like the outsider, what can you do? Have you taken all of these steps? Um, Because I know not everybody has always been super extroverted or the life of the party or the center of the community that there are people, especially with Detroit Mom, that have come in kind of in the middle or... Especially when we hire into like exec team too. I know, Kristen, you're kind of coming into this group that's been established for a little bit. And I know this group right here, most of us know each other or have put ourselves in positions where we're together. So my co-hosts today are going to be Jiang, Kristen, Jasmine, Monique, Scarlett, Tiffany, and Katie. And we're kind of going to just go over our perspectives on being part of the community and how to foster it and what to do when you feel like the outsider. So, Ji Young, I know before we got started, you had some <laughs> you had a lot to say on this. Give it to us. I do have a lot to say on it just because it's something that is kind of current in my life, both in the sense that I do have different groups of communities that I do feel well established and a part of. My family just moved into a new neighborhood at the end of last summer, so We love the neighborhood for our children. Kids obviously can make friends off the bat. Husbands follow, I think, pretty smoothly along next in that. And that male friendships are pretty kind of easier than female friendships. And I find myself on the outside a little bit right now, which is something that's kind of, it's current, but new to me in the sense that like I usually have a pretty easier time kind of making new friends when I, whenever I have. Even when I came onto DMB, my sole intent was to find a community of moms and I was, you know, successful in finding those meaningful friendships rooted in, in mothership as our common ground. So I do find myself going through these waves of like FOMO or insecurity or, you know, kind of not knowing when to like interject and try to include myself without being you know, overly overstepping, I guess, as the newbie. 
And so I'm kind of, I, I, I haven't experienced anything negative per se, aside from the fact that clearly I am a new person in this neighborhood. And so with that comes a, comes a degree of, of course, you're going to feel like you're on the outside. Yeah. These women and these people in the neighborhood have been friends for years. And so I'm trying to approach it the way that I've approached, you know, when I try to get included into new communities in the past in the sense that like a lot of the, I guess, negative feelings that come on, come along with feeling like an outsider, I'm, I'm, I'm owning it. I'm putting it on myself. Like that's stuff that you're putting on yourself because you can't just overnight organically, you know, put a relationship there that wasn't there. Yeah. Like I have to step out of my introverted self, being a work at home mom, being holed up in my house all day. I have to actively put myself out there, build those relationships when I have a chance, whether it's through, you know, my kids, sports team, school, getting out there when the other neighborhood kids are out there with their moms, you know, proactively looking for those opportunities to connect, whether that, you know, sparks into something more or a better friendship, that obviously is time to tell. But where I'm at right now, don't get me wrong, I've had days where I'm just like, ugh, like, I don't have friends here. Everyone does, my husband does, my kids do, but I still feel like I'm on the outside. I kind, I, I try to put that back on myself and say, well, in this past week, in the past two weeks, what have you done? What have you tried to do to forge those new relationships in, if it's in, really, in the neighborhood? Yeah. If it's something that is important to me, it's something that I do want to, in the future, really do feel like I'm a part of, that's on me. Like, I can't just sit in my house and expect people are going to come to me and say, well, you're new here. You're automatically included. No, I have to, as a grown woman, <laughs> decide I want to put myself maybe in those first time, awkward, uncomfortable situations to say, hey, we just moved in. You know, this is where I'm at. These are my kids. I bet you know my kids and start off those like kind of yeah. introductory conversations. Do you guys get together? Is something in the neighborhood? So I've, we've been there obviously a few months now and it's kind of, again, organically, naturally happened, right? My, our, we've had play dates. We, I have kids now that are playing in the same sports leagues and after school activities or, you know, kids that are in the same class as my children. And so we kind of formally exchange text messages. But it is, it's something that I've had to put out there outside of talking about our kids say, hey, let's go grab a coffee. And I get it. I get that it's hard because it's taken me 36 years, this specific, you know, life experience of moving into a new suburb with my family intact, you know, trying to establish our like relationships as a whole family unit. It's taken me that long to do those things that, you know, things that I took for granted in my 20s, pre-kids, whatever, kind of when, you know, relationships kind of just happened in my 30s, trying to establish new mom friendships in a whole different way. Like DMB was this kind of short access to this group of moms, whereas this is just yeah. a brand new community where I, I pretty much don't know anyone outside of the connection through my kid's school. But even that, like whatever it is I can take, I'm using that as a straw to like build those bridges and relationships. But it's even a weird place speaking of like groups, like have you met somebody in the neighborhood where you're like, gosh, I really want to get to know this person. I think they're going to be really cool. Absolutely. There's so many women. So, and so, so, so I have, I mean, and this is very, very recently as I've come to come out of the sulk that is feeling like an outsider, I put it on myself and I texted those women that like, you know, we had whatever connection or I happened to have met at a sports game or whatever and texted them like, hey, like, I know this is going on with the kids, but you and I need to do this. Has it happened yet? No, because this is literally like I'm talking in the last two weeks I did it. I'm going to make it happen with intention. Things 
other things organically, like having our kids over at each other's houses, things like that have been happening. And obviously, this is a really hard time of year, especially for us Michiganders, because everyone is holed up in their house Seasonal and nobody depression. wants to come out. But it is like I'm, I'm, I'm working through my awkwardness, my kind of preconceived like assumptions that I have overanalyzed like I do with every relationship. Put those aside and just want to connect because that's the thing that the number one thing that I realized when I joined DMB and it applies here now is that when I say that to the person that I'm talking to for the first time, 99.9% of the time it, it's met with, oh my gosh, I feel the same way. So obviously we're all experiencing it to some degree or level. It's just finding those people and having those conversations, you know, sparking that initial conversation. And I think too, what I've noticed with a lot of women is they're ready to get past the small talk. I think as you get into your thirties, you're like, I don't have time for that. So connecting on a different level versus it just being the surface stuff, changing diapers or potty training or what is it, sleep training, things like that. Like how else can we have a conversation or a commonality about one another versus it being obviously the thing that all bonds all of us together, right? So with that said, if you've – so we obviously, Jiang, you felt like an outsider. You know what you're going to do with that. When you hear people say they're not part of a community or they can't make friends, stuff like that, what do you think – is holding them back when they say, I've done everything, I'm just not connecting with anybody. Is there something specific if you've been in that position? You know, I know for myself being a single mom for part of my daughter's life, I didn't always connect with women just because my daughter's friends' moms were easily like 15 or 20 years older than me. And so it was always like, oh, you're too young or you're this. And one of the biggest reasons why I started Detroit Mom was where the heck do people meet other women besides the PTO or besides, because like I said, if I join the PTO, most of those moms are older than me and PTOs are extremely clicky. I'm not saying other things aren't, but something that I've realized whenever you go to join one, people are like, oh, do you know who runs that, who the president of the PTO is, whatever city they live in? And I was like, no. And then you get a whole story. So for myself, it really was. And I specifically, the only time I can really think of being the outsider that sticks out to me is as a dance mom. Most of the moms, when my daughter was dancing, were older. And now I find myself, because a lot of these women live in the same area, that I'm I'm kind of the outsider. And, and part of that is my fault. I haven't had the drive to like interject myself into it because I do, I am surrounded by a lot of great women. So for me, I'm like, eh, okay. But I think that we've all probably experienced that sometime or another when we were kind of on the outside at some point. And if you haven't, share your ways. So, you know, this is Tiffany here. It's interesting listen, listening to you talk about this. Like, there I go again. I just don't care that much. <laughs> Honestly, I just really don't care that much. I because I feel like authentic relationships are going to happen authentically. You know, like coming on to Detroit Mom. It's so funny because when we had our first meet and greet with the new contributors and me and Elizabeth have talked about this, how I immediately went and sat next to Jasmine. But really, it wasn't just because Jasmine was black, too, but she was sitting at the table by herself and it was an empty table. So, hey, why not? You know, 
but I don't have a problem with, you know, interacting with other races and everything like that. But when I remember telling my husband, like when you and I talked, it was kind of like, oh, there was this instant click, you know, and I talked to a lot of women and we shared a lot of different stories, but you don't always have a click. And it's okay, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't feel like I have to force myself to click with anybody. Either we do or we don't. And if we don't, more power to you. Hey, have a good life. It's nice to, you know, we can chit chat if we go out to dinner as a group. We can have, you know, but I don't feel pressure that I need to engage you on a deeper level unless it's authentic. Yeah. You know, it's just not necessary because then I'm forcing it. And who wants a forced relationship? Unfortunately, I think you're probably one of the exceptions to that. (laughs) And when we speak to specifically moms trying to make other mom friends, I think a lot of us feel like we can't get to that level of authenticity, Mm -hmm. right? Because we don't know how to approach the group, whether it's pre-existing, whether it's you're trying to create one yourself. I think our personal insecurities hold us back from making those connections where you can bypass the, you know, small talk and whatever. We can obviously only speak from our own experiences, but yes, I completely agree that there are just some people that you click off the bat with. I have had that experience with many people in this group. Does not mean that it happens for everyone, but even in those instances where I look back and we hit it off from the get-go, it took initiative on the part of one person or the other. That's true. Putting yourself out there, striking up a conversation, even in a big group, you know, meet and greet setting, going up to that somebody that you've never talked to before. Um, Relationships don't just happen. I 100% agree with Um, that because I did make a point to stay after, stay a little later. I made it a point to go and sit and say, hey, let's have a conversation. I, I did make an effort to put myself out there just to say, this is who I am, you know, love it, like it, hate it, leave it. It doesn't and you matter. Did. I literally sat at the table where you were. And <laughs> I remember you from that day, not because we had a personal one-on-one in mm-hmm. that group setting, but because I was there, happened to be there. And you were just telling your story where you were from. And I distinctly remember that. But had you chosen not to do that, you would have been, you know, like half the other women that I wasn't able to spend one-on-one time with. Right. Mm-hmm. So it does, I think, take that extra of putting yourself out there, which I completely understand is really hard to do. (laughs) This is Scarlett. And I want to talk about this from kind of an introverted perspective, because believe it or not, I think that some of the sometimes the people who are on the outside might be more introverted. And I am a very introverted person, but I am a mom and I have three children and I time and energy is a limited resource. So if I'm in the pursuit of community, I need to be very critical of what I'm doing with that time. If I'm at an event and I'm wondering like, oh, why am I not clicking with these people? Are you being persistent? Are you looking for commonality? Like, unfortunately, sometimes you have to just push outside of whatever your inherent personality traits are and go after it. And being a mom of three, I also don't, I mean, this sounds harsh, but I don't have, it's not my responsibility to hold anybody's hand. 
and I'm, I'm, I don't ever want to make anybody feel like they're an outsider, but if you're not putting yourself out there a little bit, right, you cannot force intimacy. You have to go after it. So sometimes you just really have to think about what am I doing? Am I being critical of my own behavior in these social situations? And you have to be kind of a creeper. I listen to people's conversations. You know, we are, we are women. We compliment each other on each other's clothes on, you know, I'll, I'll overhear and I'll interject in a conversation. You're getting a drink. Oh, you like red wine too, you know? And we talk about wanting to get to the real stuff. Sometimes you, it takes talking about some of that, like, it's just that initial stuff. conversation. Yeah, you to have to get there. You, you have can get to. there quicker, but you need to have the initial yeah. conversation. Yeah. So, and I think it takes, hey, I'm an introvert. It takes just not being an introvert sometimes. And you can't take it personally. I don't think anybody is necessarily trying to be a bully or leave people out necessarily in any mom group. And I'm not just talking about Detroit mom, I'm talking about when I was a first time mom and I used to go to classes at the library and stuff. Anytime you're trying to insert yourself into a group, you're trying to come into a space where there might have been established bonds. So you have to make your own way. And I would hope that the people in that group are being welcoming. But until you decide that you're, that you're being left out, you really have to ask yourself, what have I done? Have I gone to the mom's night outs? Have I gone to the events? Have I slid into somebody's DMs? Have I commented on her post? Have I, in our case, you know, we're writers. Have I commented on her writing? You know, recently, Tiffany had, your daughter was very sick, you know? So like, that's a way to reach out to Tiffany. Like, that's a terrible situation. Mm -hmm. How are you doing right now? Is, Mm -hmm. is Paige getting better? Mm -hmm. You know, you, we have social media, so you want to take advantage of that. And if you're not being social in person, you want to get on the internet and you want to look at their accounts and you want to be social there. And then maybe that will help you the next time that you're in person. You know, you have those, you make those connections online and then you're in person and you, you can build on that. So I'm a newer (laughs) member of this group. So I guess I could have like the outsider opinion because I am new to this group. I've only, I, when did we meet? October? Yeah. So I've only known Elizabeth since October and some of you have only known since maybe November. And for me, like you, Scarlett, this is outside of my comfort zone. I tend to be very introverted as well. And I have to really push myself. And I'm in a different situation where I was brought into this group and I'm immediately put on the exec team. So my experience is a little bit different. But at the same time, like this exec team is very close-knit and you can tell that right away and it can be intimidating to come into but for me I personally have to like I live an hour away from pretty much everybody on my team and I have to make like I make the effort to be in person at things so I can build on those relationships when I would so much rather stay home and get on the zoom call and you know be in my pjs I know you (laughs) but at the same time I'm like I'm new to these women. They need to get to know me. I need to get to know them. And the only way that's going to happen is if I make that personal effort. Right. Okay. You say we're close knit, which I agree with. Like we are close, but we're not. Do you feel excluded? Like at any point in time? No. I think that's important to distinguish, right? I think, yeah, no, I'm not. I don't feel excluded. It's an intimidating group to come into. I have felt, this is Jasmine, I've felt excluded before. So... 
when I, my first experience, I didn't know anyone. And I think I met Robin, I think uh, Elizabeth and I had a good rapport. We were building a, a friendship, but there were times that I felt like I did go to the meetups in the beginning and I was going to more things to be present. That was based upon Elizabeth asking and really saying like, I think it would be really good if you came and I wanted to be there for her because we had a rapport. And in going to those uh, meetups, majority of everyone that was there was white and married and that didn't look like me and I felt like a lot of the conversation was very surface what do you do how many children do you have there was not a lot of deep dive really getting to know everyone individually it was more like just a surface conversation we're just glad to be away from the kids I was a newer mom so it really was in a, a space where I, I would take anything that I could get, you know, just to have someone watching my child so I can be around other people. A couple times I picked up a couple nuggets that I felt really glad that I went. But for the most part, I didn't feel included. I wasn't a part of group me, text messages. I was not a bit heavy into social media. I was not on Facebook. Elizabeth actually was the reason that I even lost into Facebook because the Facebook group and the communication, I didn't check my Facebook messages like that because I just was never on there. That wasn't part of my uh, personality. And a lot of the interaction happened in those groups. So for me, no, I didn't feel included. But I will say, and what I've seen happen is quite frankly, and probably why she's been so stressed, I feel like Elizabeth carried a lot of relationships into DMV. She intentionally went out of her way to reach out to people, to call people, to say, come over, to have these meetups. Like, it was a very intentional thing. Then I think over time, as my relationship grew with her, I became loyal to her and what she was trying to do. And that opened me up to being more receptive to walking into situations that I knew that I would probably be uncomfortable. And for me, when we first met, it was an intentional decision I made to go somewhere different, to meet people that I didn't know. And that was my initial first step. So sure, we can say to all the moms, go out there, meet people. It's up to you. It's your responsibility. But some of that stuff, I feel like, sounds really cliche. There's a reality that you may go into a room and have a conversation with someone to introduce yourself, which I've done. I've introduced myself, smiled, and I've gotten the snobby eyes I've gotten people who, you know, purposely are intentionally looking down at the ceiling and the floor when they're walking past you because they may be socially awkward. I'm not saying this to be snarky. I'm saying this is the yeah, reality. Yeah, because they are uncomfortable They may too. be socially yeah. awkward themselves, and yeah. they just may not be comfortable with interaction. So that's not welcoming, but I don't think they're going out of their way to be unwelcoming. It's just all this big... You walk into a whole situation where no one knows anyone. And if there are people who have established relationship relationships, yes, it does feel clicky because they're talking about inside jokes. And remember, we are at your house and guess what happened and all this stuff. And you have no idea. So you're trying to play catch up. So, I mean, anytime you're in a group dynamic, there are going to be moments that I think that you will feel like an outsider. I think the main takeaway for me, for anyone that's listening that may have concerns or are, is inside the group, um, just detaching yourself from the outcome of whatever it's supposed to look like when you go to these events, going with the right intentions, 
showing up even when you don't feel like it or when you're uncomfortable, just so you can have some time away from your children. And honestly, the reason I continue to go back outside of DMV and why I grew a stronger muscle in this area was because I liked myself better after I had been exposed to people who weren't like me, because I was able to learn a lot more about myself through that process of being uncomfortable. So I would just encourage everyone that has interest or is curious to come see for yourself, but not to feel like you're about to meet your new BFFs, not to feel like everyone's going to be so nice because they're not. Sometimes they're awkward and that's a part of it. And not to feel like just because it's a group of women and mothers that that means that we're all going to get along, you know, with 80 different women. That's just not the case. So I just think we need to be realistic too with our expectations. And over time, relationships have shifted. I personally wasn't comfortable writing in the very beginning. A lot of the stuff that was important to me because I didn't think the audience of who I saw at DMV would really care about some of the things that I wanted to say. And I felt like culturally that that was a detachment for me too, where I felt like I was an outsider at times, but I learned over time that wasn't the case. And I learned over time that that wasn't my initial experience was not all that DMV had to offer. And there's a responsibility that I have to keep showing up. And no, I'm not going to the mom's night out, but I'm here. If you guys ever want to do dinner, holler at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's still a part of who I am and I still enjoy the brand and the relationships, but it has evolved. And I think being open to that evolution is, is what I'm trying to articulate should be what we aim for. This is Monique. I had a very similar experience as well where I did not feel included. And it wasn't necessarily about how people looked or anything. It was because initially when I had met Elizabeth and we talked about the blog, it was because I was going through a process of adopting because I went through a year and several IVF cycles and things like that. So to come from that perspective and to be outwardly open and honest about it, but hopefully help connect other women. And then by the time I applied and was accepted and we had a meetup, I had not only lost my son, but lost the child I was adopting too. So it's like now I'm like, I'm in this thing. Everybody in my own, not mom anymore. But you are But you are. But, <clears throat> so at first for me, I'm trying not to get emotional, but... I was like, do I still keep this You lost commitment? that connection. You felt yeah, like. Yeah, like, because I was so excited. I had all these things I wanted to, like, write about or what have you. And I, it was just, like, a struggle for me, you know. And I'm the type of person that, like, I can, I used to, like, journal, like, um, you know, my gratitude every day. Like, hour and a half. So writing comes easy for me. But I was just in a place where I could not even mentally yeah. wake up and get dressed and go to where I needed to go. So now I feel a disconnect to this new group yeah. of women. But what I did is I had to make up in my mind, do I just step back and tell her, you know, I just can't do it or do I just keep trying? So what I did was I took advantage of the um, the online group that we had and I just tried to make sure at least once a day I went in it. You know, I liked something that I commented on something. And then if I seen that somebody had something similar, like I may say something in a group about, you know, when is something due? And someone said, oh, I felt the same way. I would then go and friend that person on Facebook. You know, I was trying to do different things to make myself, you know, included because at the end of the day, you know, now here I am fast forward a few months later. Now I'm a foster mom of a five month old and a nine month old. So I'm glad that I stayed put because I remember when people were talking about teething solutions and when people were talking about daycare costs. Like now, now you're I can go back 
and find those <clears throat> items and make it relevant to me. And I have something to add as well. So I know we've obviously covered the ground of the responsibility is on you. I agree with that approach. It's what I apply in my own life. On the flip side, because I do want to offer a different perspective, the existence of a group itself, exclusion comes with the territory, right? It's just kind of innate. If there is a group, there, you know, a community, it's not good or bad. It's just 99% of the time, exclusionary situations, whether intended or not, will arise, right? In any group. And so I do think that there is also a shared responsibility on the people that are within the group already. Yes, especially as moms, we lack the time, the brain space, the memory. <laughs> so especially when those group meetups or events happen so not very frequently for us, right? Like those are like things that we live for, but don't, ha it just doesn't happen. So like I say to my best friends or like jokingly when we're like, I don't have time to make new friends. It's like, I don't have time for people I'm already friends with. How am, how am I going to make time for new friends? On this current topic of someone who wants to create and foster community, all of us here as part of DMB, you know, I think there is a responsibility for us at those events or meetups or, you know, our online group. You know, when's the last time you reached out to somebody that's new or someone you haven't spoken to in the group? And, that's, and this is something I ask of myself because it is. It's easy, especially if you do have people you have immediately off the bat clicked with to reach out to them, to be the first, you know, say hi in the events that you see, you know, see them in person. That's your safe space. That's what everyone is longing for. So I get that. I think we do have to acknowledge the fact that that and alone in itself is not wrong, but there are outward effects that come with and, you know, re repercussions that come with people who obviously don't have those relationships with you. It's not blaming either side. It's just an acknowledgement that it takes effort on both ends. You know, I, one of the things with coming onto this group that I remember in the beginning, because now thinking about it, I actually had to have a, my baby. She was in the hospital for like five days uh, when I first joined the, the group. And I remember, I don't know if it was you, Scarlett, who posted it or you, Elizabeth, but it was one of you guys that posted like, hey, just, you know, thinking about some of our new moms that are going through some things and you kind of listed, I think maybe Liz, I can't remember, but you, you knew who I was without knowing who I was. You saw that, hey, her daughter's in the hospital. How are you doing? Is this something that you need? And I remember, because to be honest, you know, coming onto this group, you know, that imposter syndrome said, I'm not supposed to be here. You know, these moms have this, 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 this going on. Look at their writing. I can I write like that? All of those things were going through my mind. So to feel the essence of the team reaching out to me, um, you know, that does absolutely play a part. So I do, you know, agree with you, Ji Young. It, it, it is important when you have a community of such a large amount of women, yep. you know, to take the moment and just, hey, you know, even a post, hey, how's everybody doing? Yep. You know, and then simply maybe opening that up to other yeah, people to join. Liking that comment or just saying, glad to hear it. Well, like Jasmine gave that example of how what it took for her to like really open herself up to other relationships was Elizabeth actively pursuing that friendship. And while we all 
greater group and all of us here love Elizabeth, she is only one person. So okay. I'm taking it as a responsibility as someone who is friends with Elizabeth, who loves being a part of the DMB community and kind of putting it on myself to say, hey, this year in 2020, maybe you should befriend someone new on the DMB team that you don't already have a friendship with, right? We can all be extensions, even though Elizabeth obviously is the face and everybody on the team knows her as this is her business. I think all of us that are part of this group and have been for a while can also put that on ourselves to reach out to someone that maybe you haven't spoken to. And on, on the flip side of that, even so we had a mom friendship topic. This is something that I've seen not just in a DMB group, but across all mom groups. There has always been someone who speaks up and says, I felt like the outsider. These are the reasons why. And all, every single time I see other moms who find that to be themselves, who, who say that I agree, I feel the same way. So I do encourage those of you who feel like you are the outsider, um, even in that specific situation, that's an opportunity for you to reach out to that person who commented on your post. Have you, do that? Have you done that? Do you do that? And if you haven't, you should, because you guys are already have so have so much in common already but it takes that extra step to make that actual connection well and they take time friendships don't happen overnight and you can't go to a couple things talk to a couple different people and expect an instant you know connection i'm a firm believer in it takes the little things like listening to little things people have going on or things they like or sending like a quick note of encouragement or just saying i'm thinking about you to foster a relationship or begin a relationship. So obviously we could talk about this topic because I think it's important too to discuss that when you feel like the outsider and how not to or what you could do differently. But it, I think it's a great reminder on how to be better when you're seeking community or when you notice somebody else is seeking community if it's something that's on your heart, if it's something that you want to do. So as always, make sure you subscribe to our channel. Please rate and review us. And we hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening.